This is a HeadGum Podcast. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Yeah, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, baby, with me. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now, the crazy thing about that song is... I've heard it so many times. First of all, that was a beautiful rendition. <laughs> well, that was just, I was just giving a little taste. Oh, you know? I loved it. Do you remember how the verse goes? Like her name, it's, I, you know, I. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was something like her name is Noel. Like, oh, it was yeah. a little Her name, name is Noel. I have dreams about her. She rings my bell. Yes. I got gym class in a half yeah. hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, they are really reinventing rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the that for those of you that don't know, that is Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Weedus. Spelled yeah. Wheat Us. Us. <laughs> and one has to wonder how did they how, what is that? Yeah. What is Weedus? I and, part of me was almost like it. They wanted people to think they were about to say Weezer, but then it's not. JK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you like get the attention right away on the first syllable. Let's see. And you know what's crazy? Well, I guess it's actually not that crazy. Weedus formed in 1995. Okay. All right. So like really of the time. Like that was probably their thing that put them on the map. That was kind of, and And one might say sort of the only thing <laughs> that put them on the map. Yes. But, wait, yeah, Teenage Dirtbag has been in the films Loser, Bully, the <laughs> HBO miniseries Generation Kill, the Netflix original series Girl Boss, and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and the Whoa. Hulu original miniseries The Girl from Plainville. So let's just say that God what? bless them. Okay, yeah, it's made the rounds, because I do feel like it has become a staple of that time period in terms of like... Letting people know what year we are in. 100%. Yeah. Now, speaking of staples, the year that we are in is 2000. Yep. And let's just briefly, because I'm not going to spend long on this. Let's just, because it's going to be, people are going to be like, wait, are you talking about today? Let's talk about the staples of fashion happening in the year 2000. This, yes. you know, you guys know on Senior Superlatives, I like to use the most reliable sources on the web. Mm. So this... You know, I Googled the year 2000 fashion trends. Okay. And I want you guys to know this says from sources across the web. Oh, great. So, so I'm getting it from. This is a cross section. This is highly verifiable. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Number one, low rise pants. That tracks. Because I remember the whale tail. The whale tail. Oh, can you explain? Was that slightly after. No. It's just when your thong was showing above the pants. Yeah. To prove you had underwear credibility. That was that was the time. Yes. Because I feel like when Aaliyah was in the mm, music yeah. video for um, what was the I've been watching you yeah, like yeah, a yeah, hook yeah. in the sky. With that little so yes, 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 and she wore the that, baby, right? Yes, <laughs> and she wore that Gucci song, right, right, right. That's right. I feel like the whale tail became really popular late nineties yes. through the early two thousands. Yes. And did you participate in that trend? I did not. <laughs> I remember seeing high school peers with even, not even a whale tail, but just you could see the hem of the Victoria's Secret underwear. Oh, sure. And I'd just be like, well, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The second one that the web lists are tracksuits. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Was that when Juicy started? No. I mean, Juicy was definitely like... A thing. Juicy, yeah, I would yeah. say peak Juicy was like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was just about coming into itself. But I kind of feel like a, the concept of a tracksuit has like been with us since like the 60s. Oh, for sure. Yes. And you it know? sort of just had different renditions. Correct. But yeah, yeah. For sure. Like maybe velour. Came. Yeah. 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 We're getting a pl- we're getting more into plush fabrics. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, cargo pants. Yeah, cargo pants for sure. I remember like Janko jeans mm. or whatever. Classic. Pacific Sunwear. Yeah, Pac Sun. That's a thing for East Coasters. I think there was a lot of fetishization of West Coast life. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I would watch like, you know, Saved by the Bell or whatever, and I'd be like, this is not like a life I'm even remotely close to living. But it was like Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. and then even earlier, like 90210, yep. Yep. Melrose Place. Yep. And then I guess later we had the OC. Yes. yes. And then, of course, it was like Laguna Beach, the reality yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I guess what was emblematic of like East Coast, the only thing that we had that was East Coast High School existed after, which yeah, was like, Gossip Girl. Yes, Gossip Girl came way later. Yeah. So until then, it was just like, sorry. And, and then there was the, were those shows like um, Smallville. Wasn't oh, that like a high school show? But that was yes, Midwestern. Yes, 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 Midwestern. Or like Dawson's Creek. Yeah, but that was Southern. Yes. But I feel like those were more like Hill. small town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Small, exactly. It was like suburbia. Yeah, yeah, minivans. yeah. Anything could happen. There could be aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I just really appreciate this on being on the list. It just says skirt. (laughs) It literally just just says skirt. What were the skirts of the time? I'm immediately imagining like a almost like a like a Catholic skirt schoolgirl uniform skirt but I, but I don't know why maybe grunge era I'm thinking of like Fiona Apple yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of like Natalie Imbruglia yes yes I'm thinking yes. of these like low rise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of like that meshy material yes, yes yes skirt like just below the knee oh yes for sure like I'm like kind of it's like giving sexy lady <laughs> you yeah, know totally um, and a choker for sure. A choker. Yeah. So, you know, the question is where were we when all the sexy ladies were running around? Where were we when, when we were looking at whale tails? Where were we when we were seeing Janko jeans? We are in Alexandria, Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia. And we are a hot, Parna hotbed. <laughs> Culture. It is. <laughs> because we didn't grow, we were not, we didn't grow up far from each other. I, I think I knew that, and yet I just relearned it today. See, people think when people like, you know, when people know me. Yes, yes. Or when people, because we, I've been lucky enough to, if you know, look up to you. Oh boy, you're the funniest person on earth. Oh come on! Like when I feel like people either see me and they think that I'm from new york or they think i'm from southern california oh like for the longest i guess i could see either actually and like you really because like i don't talk much about being from dc like on stage like that's not a part of whatever and it's not like in but it's also an area that doesn't have like a very strong association identity wise like people can't be like, oh, you're a DC girl. You right. know, there's no like association. Yeah, the, there's no accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah. nothing that's like that. Yeah, that marks where we're yes, from, like yes. in a geographic way. Yeah. So, like, you say it, and people are like, oh, okay, the monument. And <laughs> you know, people like, also probably don't think of you and think you're from no, Virginia. No, because no. it's also like when you say Virgin- Virginia, people think South, but then it's like, but Northern Virginia is kind of its own little weird yeah place yeah i mean people when i moved to new york after when i went to college in new york and i said i was from dc people fully some people fully think dc is the south yes that's true and i'm like what (laughs) yeah i know it's not at all (laughs) for me like the south starts in like charlottesville virginia Yeah, yeah like if you and it's like virginia that i think for that reason has a split identity because it's like if you go past a certain you know latitude line it is like you're fully in the south but then above it you're not at all yeah yeah it's weird yeah um so i have to know (laughs) how was high school for you did you enjoy? I what was okay. the vibe? What was going on? And yeah, so I 
I, in full um, transparency, haven't listened to every episode of this podcast, but I s- suspect that if there was a spectrum of like square to, I don't know what the opposite of a square is. Tri- Circle. Triangle. Circle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fully in square land. Yeah. Squareville. Squareville. Yeah. Well, I, I actually think a lot of people are in Squaresville. Really? Yeah. I think a lot of comedians are in Squaresville. Huh. Okay. And I think that, like, in my mind, when I'm thinking about you, yes, and this could be total projection, yeah, to hear that you were in Squaresville <laughs> was is actually like the least shocking thing. Yes, of course. I feel like you're you were probably like, okay, you were a good student. I was a good student, but I will say. For me, like, I feel like they're good students who are, like, they know why they're good students. And I feel like I was a good student just because of fear of, like, not knowing that you could be a not good student. Like, I didn't actually (laughs) like school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's actually an interesting, interesting way to, like, differentiate it. Yeah, because I feel like there's good students where they're, like, actually excited to go to class. Yeah, class fucking sucked. It sucked. I, and I would, like, routinely fall asleep in class. Me too. Yeah. My mom thought that I might have been narcoleptic. See, I heard you saying this on an episode. Yeah. And I was like, I thought I was narcoleptic. And my mom was like, you're not narcoleptic. <laughs> I had the opposite. You're like, you don't understand. Yeah. You're like, like, there's something wrong with me. My head. Like, yeah, you don't sleep enough. Okay, but that feeling... And yes. I've and thankfully I feel it less and less like the older I get. But do you remember like being in high school yes. and physically like it was like you couldn't stop it. No, it was just like you're. It was it was Once like you're it drowning. Started, it was like you were possessed. Yeah, <laughs> you're really just like you're like in class and you're like yeah. yeah then all of a sudden it's just like and you can't you can't do anything. And, like, the teachers have to know. They have to know that everyone there is exhausted. And, like, honey, I want to stay awake. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not here to disrespect you. No, and also, like, it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Like, I mostly want to look cool amongst <laughs> my friends. I like, I don't want to be like, <laughs> that was me in high school. It was, like, open mouth, like, drool. It was awful. I know. I, I, it was even worse for me in college, I think, because, you know, in college, like, there's even less regulation of, like, your schedule or, like, wh- where'd you go to college? Went. Amherst. Yeah. Cold. Cold. Very cold. But pretty. Pretty. I, did, what time did you have to get up for high school? Pretty early. I think, like, seven. But I guess that some people had to get up earlier. But yeah, seven, which felt early. I went to high school with a girl who lived in, like, in deep in like wearing Virginia, no. like far as fuck away. No. And she would get up for school at five o'clock in no. the morning. I'm gonna have to get in the car at like five thirty <gasps> and like be at school at like six thirty and she'd be the first person like in the building and like do, it's just awful. But what time did we get out? Because didn't you get out like I remember leaving school at maybe three? I I got out at three fifteen. And then I, for some reason, I, I like don't can't fully account for the rest of my day. I, I like can't account. Like I knew that I got out of school at yeah. 3.15. But then like what happened yeah. between like yeah. 3.15 and like 6? Right. I'm kind of like big question mark. Big question mark. Because later in high school, I started running track. So then I would be at track practice and then I would get home. But then that seems like kind of unhinged to do that. And then be like, and now I go do my homework. But that's what it was. But that's what it was. Full on. It feels not right. It's not right. I, first of all, I think homework should be illegal. It should. Okay. Teach me what I need to know in school. And then when I go home, why don't you let my home be work? Because it is. (laughs) Managing these parents. You know, cooking myself dinner. Oh, my. Were you cooking your own dinner? 100%. What? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Were That's, you cooking your own no. dinners? No. What was your favorite dinner in high school? I mean, we would eat Indian food at home. And so I feel like I was lucky in that sense of like getting like delicious home cooked food. food. Yeah. I love that. But of course, at the time, I wasn't grateful. No, at the way. time, you're like, this again. Yeah. I was like, where's the pizzas? <laughs> <laughs>
Did you do theater or anything like that in high no, school? No, I was like that kid who was like, I was like in awe of the theater kids, but I was like, I guess that can never be me. Like, I don't have the right personality. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, they were all like little showboats. Yeah. Yeah. And I was Annoying. Like, <laughs> Annoying, but they seemed very happy in their world. Like happy, but there also seemed like there were very stark ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, I feel like, those personality types yeah. of people that got all of this praise in like their high school theater yeah, yeah. and then realized once they got out of high school theater that they actually just like didn't didn't have what it takes. You know? Yeah, because you're right. Because if you were like the star of the high school play, you were like kind of a little god in yeah. a way. Yeah. You were the diva of your high school. Yeah. A star. But I also went to a high school that was like a magnet school and the focus was science and technology. So I feel like, you know, you had to take a test to get in. And it, so it already skewed like sort of weirdo, like achiever types. Mm -hmm. But then even within that, there were like all these like weird, like there were some real weirdos. <laughs> like, like how? Like either, you know, very underdeveloped, like they looked like they were like five years old, but then they would like know how to like make a bomb or something but then or it or it would be like you know cool kid who has this horrible secret which is that they're smart <laughs> i do love that trope of like cool kids secret is that they're smart yeah i was re-watching she's all that yeah and i love that like um Freddie Prince Jr.'s oh, right. character like comes home from school like fucking pissed and like goes to his like secret stash in his <laughs> yeah. bedroom and it's just every acceptance letter from every Ivy League ever and he's just like oh, right. furious looking at them like getting into Dartmouth he's like dad this is your dream to go for me to go to Dartmouth. Do you remember the Save by the Bell where Zach got like a high SAT score? Yeah. And was like embarrassed. And was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like I'm like obsessed with that idea. Imagine if like we met up in high school, we're like high school friends, and yeah. I was like a partner. I was like, I have something really insane. I have to tell you, and you need to promise me you won't think any less of me. I got a sixteen hundred on my SATs. Like this can never get out. It can never get out. No one will ever want to fuck me if they know my brain works. It's true. Yeah, there was like this weird, but yeah, so my school, like I remember there was, there was like this motto about dating at, at our school and it was like, for girls, it was like the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Oh <laughs> God, that's so embarrassing. No, the Is odds it? are good, but the goods are odd. Put that on a put that on a mug. I know. That's so crazy. Did you have a boyfriend in no, high school? No, I was like Squaresville to the end. I I didn't. I don't think I kissed a boy until college. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you remember your first kiss? I think it was like a. Oh, this is gonna age me terribly, but I I think it was a date from. Get ready, Friendster. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, Friendster, like, I actually it think... Was, it paved the way. I think Friendster sounds way, like, the m most nice version. It did It did feel like, like, compared to what you have to deal with today, it was, like, way more manageable. It, yeah. Yeah. Today, yeah. it's like, Lord help us all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so no boyfriend. No boyfriend. We're good at school only because you didn't know being bad at school wasn't an option. Right, right, <laughs> right. But you're falling asleep. But I'm falling asleep regularly. Are you in any extracurricular clubs? Yeah. Okay, so my parents were both immigrants from India and they were doctors. So I think it was very much like that achievement mentality was just like very much drilled into me from a young age of like you just... You work and then you get like you get into a good school and then you get a good job and then that's like what life is. Did your parents, not to sound like um, stereotypical, but did your parents want you to be a doctor as well? They did, but I don't feel like like I had I had friends who were South Asian whose parents I felt like were a lot more overtly demanding on them. And I don't feel like my parents were like I feel like they would be like, you should do this, obviously, because it's the right choice. But they weren't like. 
so like heavy handed about it. It was more just like we're putting this on the table and obviously this is what we're, we all want. But they, they they weren't like punitive about it. Yeah, it wasn't like if you don't do this, you will yeah. like disappoint us for the yeah. rest of our lives. Yeah. And here's the thing. They're not wrong. <laughs> I know. You they, know, they're not coming out of nowhere. Like if I were to ever have a kid, I would 100% sit them down and say, listen, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would love for you to be a lawyer. For sure. A doctor. Yeah. A scientist. Yeah. Go, do a research fellowship. I don't <laughs> fucking care. Just like. Yeah. Just for just for you, for the ease yes. of your life. Yes. Because that's not to say it's not hard. Yeah. But. But the problem for me was like I didn't actually like school and I think I was like, okay, if I'm going to be a doctor, I should probably like science and I don't. Like I yeah. find it. Or horribly boring. And also, if you want to be a doctor, you also have 900 years 900 of schooling years left. Of school. What kind of doctors are your parents? My dad's an anesthesiologist and my mom's an endocrinologist. Whoa. <laughs> so one will knock you out. And one the will other... knock you out. One will put you to sleep, ironically. Ironically. <laughs> and the other one will tell you about your glands. That's so fun. Yeah. I wish I had doctor parents. It was, I mean, it is like a little bit like having, I mean, this is going to sound so ungrateful, but it is a little bit like having absentee parents in that they're always working. Yeah. So like you just don't see them and like, you know, they wouldn't be able to come to like parent kid events at school and stuff. But then you'd be like, yeah, but they're like literally saving people's lives. Yeah. See, my parents were MIA and they weren't saving people's lives. <laughs> so at least you can say that. Did oh, you sure. have like, did you have, when you think about high school, do you have like a story or a moment or a memory that is so like your core high school experience kind of distilled? I mean, I guess like in line with me being like, you know, pretty like school oriented and, and sheltered and not really like having a florid social life I do think I like one example of this would be like uh in ninth grade I had to do this like we had this mandatory biology like we all had to enter a project in the science fair so we were like assigned groups and I remember I was in a group with like one very popular girl who played tennis and then like one girl who was like great student but like actually like very eye on the prize like I'm gonna get into a good college I'm gonna do everything right and then uh, and then you know I was sort of rounded out the group mm -hmm. and we we had this experiment where we had to I think we decided to test these like paramecia which are these like one two-celled organisms and we like put in like some pollutant into the water and we we're like what happens to them when you add like a chemical to the water and obviously they die like little by little but we were doing this experiment it was like six weeks long and I think there was like Thanksgiving break in the middle so someone had to take them home and and keep doing the experiment and I think the popular girl had not done any of the work sure. up until then. <laughs> so we were like okay all you have to do is take them, do the experiment over break, and that'll be your share of the work. And so when she's taking them home, she leaves them out in the sun during tennis practice, and they all die immediately. And then we're like, oh, shit, we have like half of this experiment left. So we just made up the rest of the day. Obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like take this like I know what you did last summer packed of like no one can ever know about this it will ruin our careers like no one will ever know that paramecia died <laughs> yeah. so we just make up the rest of our data and then we go to the school science fair and we win third place oh my <laughs> god it's good it was good and then I don't know I, I was just like what like it felt like it was like some sort of life lesson but I was like what that you can just like cheat and it's fine <laughs> like I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from okay this. I do feel like we can take away two things okay one positive and one negative okay the positive yeah is like the fake it till you make it okay yeah mentality. yeah 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 totally where it's like dreams can still come true you know like don't stop believing even if yeah like you just got to keep on believing in your project <laughs> and like whatever even if all of the 
even if all the data is fake, it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. You it's can, about what you think inside. Yeah. <laughs> you can win the bronze medal. So that to me is like the positive. The negative is like, it's like, oh, like everyone's just bullshitting us all the time. <laughs> yeah. Even in science. Even in science. And you know what? Creationists. All the creationists. All the creationists. That listen to my podcast. Uh, and the- all the women in STEM are going to be so let down, Greta. <laughs> Oh, let down. Did you think, like, when you were in high school, what did you think you wanted to do with your life? Like, did you have those feelings? Were you that kind of person? Okay, here's the thing. I was so directionless and, like, didn't know what I wanted and kind of saw other people doing things and feeling like they, like, knew what they were doing and, like, what their path was that I got really sucked into ads for joining the army for be all you can be what so i was obsessed with the idea of going to like military school i'm like really kind of like everything i ever thought of you is now just it's like wrong. now i'm just gonna start calling you sergeant <laughs> wait so did you want to join the military after high school? Yeah, like I wa- like I applied to the Air Force Academy, I applied to the Naval Academy, I applied to the Coast Guard Academy, I applied to West Point. <laughs> okay, I, so where did you get in? I got into, I think, Air Force and West Point. And I almost went to West Point. <laughs> okay, so then wait, hold on. Well, West Point is like... An insanely hard school to get into. Insanely. I mean, it's also just like a lot of hoops. Like you have to get like a letter from your congressman and like, but, but I do think they're like maybe not getting a lot of small Indian women applying. So that might've been in my favor. No, there's definitely a lot of small Indian women applying to, to go to West Point. There absolutely are. Um, A friend of mine, well, a friend of mine at the time now God bless him. I don't know. Don't <laughs> you know wish where the he best is, for them. But yeah. he went to the Naval Academy. Okay, got it. And I remember we were all like, because I was like stoner, bad. Yeah, I was. I was a circle. Um, <laughs> okay. And I remember all of us being like, "What? Like, yeah, you're going to the Naval Academy? Like, like why would you? What? Do that? Yeah." And we were like, "You have a tattoo. Like, he had to get his tattoo removed. Really? Yes." Whoa. Which is so funny to me because, like, the Navy, like, if you go back to, like, Americana tattoo oh, history, yeah. like, that's kind of the root of it. Oh, my God. It's like sailors with yeah. tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Why? What made you not go to West Point? Okay. Because so when, that would have been, like. That would have been wild. Well, <laughs> I would probably be dead. <laughs> I was going to say, like. I think what people, if if people don't know about these colleges, yeah. is like when you go to them, you're then signing up for like. That's what. That's why I didn't end up going okay. because like you obviously you go for four years and you don't have to pay, which is like a big plus. But then you're committed automatically to five years of service after you graduate. And I was like, can I really decide the next nine years of my life right now? No. Whoa. So let me go to a liberal arts college. Yeah. Instead. So I love, I love like the thought of you going to Amherst and like, took like meeting new friends yeah. and like your friends are like, yeah, you know, it was between like here and like Smith or like it was between here yeah. and Vassar. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, for me, it was between here and West Point. And everyone's like, what? And you're like, yeah, you know, I was going to be in the army. What did you want to do? I, I was, like, obsessed with the idea of being in intelligence. Like, I wanted to be a spy. Me too. Really? Okay. Like, low-key, I'm still kind of like, do I pivot? <laughs> like, I bet there's, like, I bet there's no cutoff for being a spy. Well, I think that you and I could both hear me out. I think yeah. you that we could both be really good spies and not have to sacrifice, like, our life. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like, do it as a side hustle? Yeah, because, like... Because people are going to be like, oh, my God, like, right. Aparna, you're you're a fucking clue in the New York Times crossword. Okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that. You are you are a celebrity, period. <laughs> so no one's going to suspect. Right. You. Right. 
as being someone collecting intelligence, as right. being a spy. So like, right. yeah, Aparna's doing a show in, <laughs> Aparna's doing a show in uh, Budapest. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, casually here that's for a like show. That's like my front. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My my very public facing career yeah. is my friend. And people are gonna be like, Oh, Greta, that like niche that niche no, no. girl, that little that blonde thing with tits who won't shut the fuck up. She could never be a spy. Right, right, right. It is I do feel like we have that going for us where it's just like least least suspected of that. And you know what they say? Loose lips sink <laughs> ships. And here's the thing. They think that we both are loose-lipped because we're comedians and we love to blah, 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 talky, talky, talk, talk. Right now, talking about all our secrets. Guess what? I'm a steel fucking trap. I have secrets <laughs> buried so deep inside oh, of me. Oh, yeah. Like, you, even you don't know them. I feel that way. I feel that way, too. Like, I'm always like, I bet there's, like, a repressed memory that's just gonna, like, come out sometime <laughs> when I least need it to. I have always had that fear where it's like, what am I forgetting? Right. What have I, what have I, what have I repressed? Right. What is pushed down so deep? Right. Did you get bullied at all? I did, but more in middle school than high school. Yeah, I got bullied elementary school. Okay. I think I also got a little bit in elementary school. Who was bullying you? Um, I remember a bully named Nadine. Fuck. They always have those All I remember names. is we were playing tag, and then she was like, you can't play anymore. You're too slow. <laughs> I was like, it's tag. You also, can cut people from tag. Also, you should want me to play. You can yeah, get me. Exactly. Like, what? She's like, you're actually not fun to chase. <laughs> Because it's actually like more of a walk, you know? She's like, and I'm in this for a cardio workout. I'm not getting enough steps in. That's so mean. It was so mean. I really was like, it was the first time in my life I think I was like, why are there mean people? People are bitches. Yeah, but like for what? Like I was like, what is the end game for her? Let's look her up. We look her up, and she's like head of the Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually the one doing she's all of like running the intel intelligence. Work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. Did you? Did you? Okay, extracurriculars. I feel like we like blew by this. Oh right. So extracurriculars. I was on the like you know everyone at my high school was like getting to a good college, so everyone was like got to be well rounded in extracurriculars. So it's like you know, would play a high school sport or like I took piano lessons, I took dance classes. So it was like, you know, kind of check off a little bit of everything. What was your favorite? Um, I really liked dance and I actually liked um, sports just because I liked the other people on the team. That's good. Yeah. I mean, with running, track and field. Yeah. Dance, what kind of dance were we doing? I took some ballet and then just some classical Indian dance. That's fun. Yeah. That's but I beautiful. really like dance, yeah. I was a dancer. You were? Mm -hmm. A little ballerina. <gasps> I could see that. But then my boobs came in. No. That's I... one thing I hated about ballet. They were like so, it was so much like what shape is your body? Beyond. It's a mess. And also, I remember I got my period. Yeah. And my mom was like, you have to put in a tampon. Like that was it. She was like, "You're not. You can't wear a pad because." And how old were you? I was. Oh, I was in seventh grade. Okay, so I was like thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's how old I was. Because I remember mm -hmm. in ballet class, you know, we're like in our tights, in our yeah. leotards or whatever, and there would always be the girls that like got their period before everyone yes. that would have, yes. you could like see their oh, pad no. like hanging out of no. their leotard. And like, I'm grateful that my mom wanted to save me yes. from that. Yeah. I mean, I remember this one, I remember her name, but I won't say it because it's <laughs> such a specific name that like, well, we can bleep it out. Can we bleep it out? Yeah. Her name was... Oh, a wow. beautiful name. Beautiful name. She went to <gasps> Holton Arms. Oh, oh yeah, Holton Arms. Okay. And um, I just remember <gasps> being like, 
all of us in class just like staring at no. her. Because it was just so obvious. Oh, God. And like, bless her. No. But yeah, I had to put in a tampon to go to ballet class. So that, like, you couldn't see my pad. But also, like, when you first get your period, there's, like, hardly any blood. Yeah, it's not a lot. But but I guess it's, like, better that than to, like, bleed through your underwear. Yeah. <sighs> Being a woman. It was so hard. I remember in ballet class, um, there was one girl who, uh, I guess, you know, had started growing hair under her armpits. And she, I guess, like, she hadn't figured out shaving yet and I would see all the other girls like staring and laughing at her and I'd just be like this is hell yeah (laughs) and now like everyone has armpit hair yeah I know and it's back it's back everyone has pit hair everyone has it I actually think that like the girls locker room people always talk about like the boys locker room yeah no the girls locker room oh god hear me out it should be illegal it should be illegal just give us each our own pod yeah that's it yeah like, give me a little curtain. And also, yes. then if you were someone that wanted to change in the bathroom stall, yeah. everyone's like, what's Whoa, wrong are you with hiding? you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. There was no winning. No. It's like, what am I hiding? Maybe I'm hiding my, like, <laughs> massive bush <laughs> and my huge knockers. <laughs> I mean, or what am I hiding? Maybe nothing. Maybe my perfect. <laughs> my absolutely perfect body. Yeah, my flawless, youthful body. <laughs> Did you have crushes on anyone? Yeah, I was like that person who was like, um, he's going to figure it out and we're going to get married. Mm. Yeah. But like literally no, made no impact on the rest of the student population. But did, was it just one person all of high school? It would it would like rotate, but I feel like, um, like there was one kid I had a big crush on freshman year. I think his name was like Chris or something. And... And I I saw his own social transformation over the years. Like, Mm -hmm. he was, like, not cool. And then he started dating this, like, cheerleader, and he got cool. And then – and they are married to this day and have kids. Oh, my God. I'm still like, what? The one that got away. (laughs) No, you're also just like, how did that happen? How did that happen? And they still live in the D.C. area. That's – that's I don't know. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me either. That, but he had a sort of like Mark Wahlberg ish line of looks. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little hulking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like very pushed. It was. That was pushed in society then. Yeah. That kind of like sexy, kind of like block body <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It was like Lego boys. Lego boys. Yes. 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 That was what was hot. And then I think I liked like. I remember senior year, I liked this guy who was sort of this, like, dopey football player, but he was, like, very sweet. And I remember I there was some something in high school where you, like, wrote down your five crushes, and then it was some sort of fundraiser where you saw if, like, if your crush wrote down your name, then you, like, got a little... It was, like, analog Tinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember writing his name down being like, I know he's going to write me down. I was like, I don't... Now I'm like, I don't even think he knew who I was. No. Yeah. Wait, I cut you off. What would you get if if two parties were the same I think name? you were just like told that, oh, you both wrote each other down. And then you kind of, and then it's like, do it you take it you from will. there. Take it from there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like analog Tinder. That's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Did you find, did you match with anyone else on your list? No, because I feel like everyone else was filler. Right. You're like, I only care about this one person. And then you're like, I'll just name random people. Yeah. Did you drive in high school? I did. Yeah. I think I I was like a weird kid who like tried to put it off as long as I could because I was scared of driving. But but yeah, by the end I was driving. I think my parents did not want to give me any more rights. Did you like enjoy your time in the car? I did, you know, listening to Weedis. Listening to Weedis. Oh my God. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I hear? Well, yes, it is. We're in the high school guidance counselor's oh office. Oh my gosh. In this section of the show, you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. Wow. You get okay. to say fuck you to someone or apologize to someone or do both. Okay. And then whatever's kind of gnawing at you from high school yesteryear will just dissolve. Because, you know, therapy works that way. You talk about it once and then you're cured. You're done. You're absolved. Yeah. Um, what? 
do I want to rectify? Okay, so senior year, I went, um, first time I was ever asked out, I got asked out by a boy on the track team to go to homecoming. Okay. First time I'd ever gone to a dance with a boy, on a date with a boy, any of it. And I think in my brain, I was just like, I had... Like, you know how when you're, I guess even when you're older, but like sometimes you have two conflicting thoughts where you're like, this is all I've ever wanted. But then also like, what is wrong with you that you would ask me out? Like no one has ever asked me out. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, this is my dream. But also like, yeah, why are you so fucked up that yeah. you're making my dream come true? Yeah, like, yeah. Clearly something's really wrong with you. Yes. And I should be scared. Yeah. So that impulse took over the whole night and I was like, a total bitch to him like di- would not talk to him was like just so cold and then just like at the end of the night I think like physically ran away to go find my ride home <laughs> so I feel like I feel like I did apologize to him but I really feel like I wish I could have rewritten that night wait well how are you being a bitch to him like I just wouldn't talk to him I kept like turning away from him physically yeah. like just kind of pretending I wasn't with him but then I was like what are you doing? Like, I couldn't... It was almost like the narcoleptic thing where I felt like I wasn't in control of my body. You're like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm falling asleep. I can't. No, I mean, that happens. Does it? Yes, because, like, you're so nervous. You're so nervous, yeah. And then, like, I don't know, that's, like, your first time in that situation. Yeah. And then it's, like, also high stakes because you're doing it in public. Yeah. Like in front of people. Oh, right. People are seeing you. And you're like 17. Yeah. 18. Yeah. I don't know. It's I think like 17. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And I think I was like, um, part of me, I think, was like, if he tries to kiss me, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't handle it. I mean, I used to hang out with boys yeah. that I thought were cute. Yeah. But then the the thought of them being like physical with yeah. me like that would repulse me. Yeah. And I never understood what that I was. Didn't either. I still don't like I'm like what was it like the you know like why do you like me like that's fucked up or yeah. yeah I or I'm just so uncomfortable in my body that the idea of someone like being with my body is too weird or yeah i don't it's know scary but it's such a strong impulse it's like yeah. straight up repulsion you're like oh sorry <laughs> yeah sorry that i just barfed all over you <laughs> the thought of you kissing me made me sick i have like a distinct image of like imagining a boy's face coming close to mine and be and just seeing this like lurking <laughs> like monster head how did you deal when you had your first kiss so I feel like as I got older, it like kind of that that wasn't as strong. And it was like just like I'm horny. I want to like physically kiss, kiss someone. But I still feel like there are moments where I'm just like, this is so weird. Yeah. Like our parts are just smushing up against each other. I know. Sometimes like when I'm having sex, I'm really like – I'm like – Obviously, like, I love my husband, love having (laughs) sex with my husband. But, like, sometimes I am just, like, there and I'm, like, I'll have a moment where I'm just, like, this is so weird. I know. It's, like, if you think about it too much and you, like, aren't in your body, it immediately, like, gives it a different feel. Yeah. Yeah. I just got officially diagnosed with ADHD, which, thank you. I mean, least shocking thing in my life. (laughs) And I was telling... My psychiatrist, like, I don't want to be, well, okay, I, I, I was like, I don't want to be on a stimulant. Yeah. Because I've only ever taken Adderall, like, in full transparency, t- illegally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, to study or. Right. Like, I've truly taken it to, like, sustain myself at a party. Right, 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 right. And I, it feels so cracky to me that, like, yeah. I. Just whatever. I was like, I don't know if I want to be on a stimulant. He was like, okay, I'll give you a prescription for a non-stimulant drug. It's called Stratera. So I looked up all of these reviews of like people writing about their experiences on Stratera. And multiple women only were like, 
it's really helped my sex life because I no longer am finding myself like thinking about like Whoa. like becoming disengaged like in Whoa. sex and it really like had me laughing because I'm just like it was like <laughs> so many women saying that so many Whoa. and I'm like oh I'm like maybe my whole problem is that my, I just have ADHD because like I'll just be like this is really weird and then I'll be like it's really weird that animals do this across the board and then I'll be I like know. it's really weird that ducks have corkscrew corkscrew shaped dicks like that I'm just like completely gone yeah oh my gosh only women so reporting on this interesting do you I always think I have ADHD but I think it is really just like anxiety like gives me attention problems me too yeah and I my issue is that like when I'm focused yeah I'm like way too focused mm, like okay. I'm the kind of person where if I'm in doing something, yeah. I could do it for hours. Like, you know when people are like, I I ended up writing my novel for 26 right, right. hours yes, straight. Like, yes, yes. I understand that. Okay. Got but it. when I'm not engaged in something, you have never seen someone like, I'll be like, and you know what I should do? I should clean the roof. I should go on the roof and I should clean it with a toothbrush. And like, you know, I, you know what I should do? I should actually drive to Gardena to go and get gas down there because it's cheaper. Like that's like I will come up yeah, with anything. Yeah, you're right. I feel like that's so relatable because I'll have the same thing where like I won't be able to focus on the thing I need to focus on. And then I'll be like, let me actually go get coffee in, in you know, whatever, Torrance. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard there's an amazing little <laughs> coffee shop, actually just outside of Las Vegas, yeah. that really if we break it up, it's only about, you know, three and a half hours there. I bet once I'm there, I'll really be able to yeah. get down to it. Yeah, and then my brain will, that's like when, with writing, and I'm sure that you, you know, you just wrote a book. I did. And I wonder, because I, you know how people are always like, well, just go on a writing retreat. I know. We'll just go to like Ojai for just like a week. And it's going to be amazing. And we're going to get so much done. And then, like, cut to you're in Ojai. And you're just, like, the only thing you've done is, like, eat a bag of, like, tortilla chips. <laughs> I think my idea of what I will be like when I'm working is so not, like, out of sync with what it act what working actually is. That yeah. I'm, like, forever, like, okay, I just need to do this thing. And then I can do get into my writing groove. But then it's, like, actually writing is, like, so, you know, it's just, like not glamorous and it's just like you're just sitting down and like trying to hash something out but I yeah. I feel like I have this whole like you know soft colored idea of like it'll be me and the light will come like yeah. this and and you'll be doing this <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this yeah. is like how I always think I'll be writing <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> like Gary Bradshaw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like laughing at something, you're like, that's it. Yeah. That's the that's the one. That's the sentence. <laughs> it's perfect. I don't need to go back and reread no, this no, nine hundred no. times at all. First draft, perfect draft. Oh my God. Um if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Mm. This one's tough because I am like I do feel like I'm such a late bloomer in like every area of my life and I'm kind of like is there really anything I could have done to to change that probably not I feel like I'm just someone who has had to learn things kind of the slow way a lot of the time but I guess I'd be like it's fine if like boys don't know who you are like that's actually not like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's, it's not like inconsequential it's completely to your life. inconsequential, yeah. But I, I don't know. At the time, it's like I feel like when you're a teenager, you just can't see it that way. Of course not. No. Because that's your reality. Yeah. And also, like, being in high school from, like, 1996 to 2000, yeah. we didn't have, like... The internet was, like, hardly a thing. Well, right, yes. You know, we didn't have these other ways of, like, reassuring yourself that there was more yeah. than what you had in That's front of so you. That's so true. I think about that a lot, where it's, like, if you grow up with the internet or only knowing the internet, like, how much bigger does that make the world for you as a teenager? I mean, I'm kind of, like, 
if I had everything that teenagers have yeah. now, there would be no way on earth that I could have taken high school. Like, I, I already didn't take high school yeah. seriously. Yeah. But like it would have been the level of shit yes. I would have given would have been s- at such an all time low. So much lower. Or but, maybe it would have been more. Yeah, that's what I, I can't know. tell. And I'm also like that your social life, like if you had to factor in social media more, like would that be like even more of a gauntlet? It feels like it. I think so. Well, I think about these like like high schoolers will pop up on my TikTok Whoa. that are just like have millions and millions of followers. Oh my God. Like there's this one kid who I I think became really popular in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Who just like eats like it's like a mukbang type thing. Okay, like, he's, okay, like, okay. He's like a little like angel boy looking Aww. guy. Yeah. And he is like plays like high school football and it's just like him eating like crazy shit all the time. Oh my like, god. Because he the quantity. He's like a right. teenager, he's like okay. a sixteen year old boy, you know? Yeah, he can eat whatever. He's having like four pigs and like <laughs> nine loaves of bread. Yeah. And went viral. Yeah. Has millions and millions of followers. Oh like now, I think he goes to college, <laughs> but like, I don't know. How weird is that? All of a sudden, so you're weird. 16, you have millions of people following you because you're eating like toaster strudels. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that do to like your sense of self if you, you know, you like peak? And not to say that he won't like, you know, ever have bigger successes or whatever, but like, if that's like I don't know if I, if you took my seventeen year old self and you were like and ev- like thousands of people love you I just don't think it would ha- like age well for me I don't think it ages well for anyone I think that we see that even in like celebrity youth that were yeah. like child stars or like yeah when you get so much attention when your brain like isn't fully isn't fully yeah developed. Like, I feel like my brain still isn't fully developed. No, no. And I'm a middle-aged woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Not me saying I'm middle-aged. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Greta. Yeah. Yeah, bleep it. Bleep it bleep out. Bleep that. I'm underage. Jeez. Yeah. But also, I feel like I'm at an age, because I graduated in 2000, so now I'm almost, like, over 20 years out of high school. Like, I feel like... I do, I am on like the other side of my brain cells, you know, like now they're starting to decline. (laughs) (laughs) Being on the other side of your brain cells. And so I'm like, is that like, what, how do I make the most of the decline? I don't think you're declining. I don't know. I feel like you're still like peaking. But I feel like, but I think, I just think biologically, I think there's a point at which, you know, like they, they don't. They don't like regenerate. <laughs> right. No, 100%. Where you, you stop generating, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. What do you think like in in your life post high school? Yeah. What do you think your high school self would think is like the coolest thing? Like what do you think your high school self would be like, Aparna, there's no fucking way that what you're telling me right now is real? Oh, that's a great question. I think probably... I mean, I honestly think all of the comedy stuff, my high school self would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it's kind of perverse because if I think about my life, I'm like constantly just like, oh, I, I didn't get this thing or like, you know, this person's doing this and I'm not even close to that. And then I'm just like, yeah, if I like went all the way back and I was like, any of this would be like, what the hell? Yeah. If like, if little Aparna heard you be like okay here's the deal you're not gonna you're not gonna join the military just like delete that from your brain you're going to like do blah 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 x y and z you're gonna be on television you're gonna be a famous comedian you're gonna not even in the realm of possibility when I was in high school that that would be like something that would happen to me isn't that cool it is so weird I know honestly like I I meant to mention this and I forgot but like so I graduated in the year 2000. That was like when Y2K was supposed to happen. I was like, you know, fully anxious kid. I thought that was going to be it. Really? Yeah. I was like, it was like my Mayan apocalypse. I was just like, well, you know, I made it to 18. That's pretty good. <laughs> Wait, what did you think was going to happen? I just thought, I was like, I don't know. Everything's going to shut down. And it's going to be chaos. 
my like mom also thought <laughs> really? that it was going to be like chaos. I rem- I also remember being so anxious that you New were Year's okay. Eve. Yes. Yeah. Me I too. also think like the DC zone and like <laughs> remember when people were like they're going to hack Times Square. They're yes. going to hack yes. like it was all about hacking. Yes. Like this concept yes. of hacking that yeah. like I remember for some reason my mom kept on being like the banks like <laughs> oh yeah like, the banks were a big one because it was just like where's all the money gonna go yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it was really just like a date change that was it <laughs> it was just normal <laughs> I mean I loved the hype Y2K the hype had was, a great publicist it did it was a great marketing campaign it really really blew up I mean thank god not literally <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I guess that that's what I would advise my high school self. That's good advice. Y2K is not, not going to be so bad. <laughs> um, did you go to your prom? I did. What did you wear? I, w- I honestly still love the dress I wore. I'll try to find a photo to if you guys need a photo. Please. But I, um, it was like a gray uh, sort of sat- satin sort of fabric. And it was poofy skirt and then there was like black velvet flowers on it beautiful i really was proud of it where'd you get it i think like nordstrom love it yeah that's so nice yeah who did you go with i went with like a group of friends that's fun yeah did you guys have a good time we did i think it was a little bit like anti-climatic i don't know if it's that thing of like prom it's like there's so much hype that it's like you get there and you're just like oh it's just everyone i know yeah dress yeah everyone's just here we all click we're at a wedding (laughs) yeah 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 did you drink at all no i didn't drink until i turned 21. (laughs) i told you squaresville have you ever smoked a cigarette no have you ever smoked pot Mm mm-hmm okay it just didn't, hasn't done much for me. Yeah, pot free. I mean, I used to love smoking pot in high school. Yeah. But now I, I cannot handle the stuff. I, I feel like, like, I've just never had, like, that experience with it that I think makes people like, oh, yeah, this is great. I think, like, and again, this goes back to, like, being a teenager. Yeah. How, like, you think you really know what's up, but in reality, like, you really right. don't. I think I thought that I was like feeling the oh the buzz or like I was definitely high yeah but I think I thought that the high was like liberation right. creativity <laughs> right, like, right right bohemia yeah. but in reality I think I was just like so anxious <laughs> oh that it just took the edge off yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No, no no it didn't take the edge oh, off it, it made it worse I think oh. I was just like I think I was anxious and in my anxiety I was like yes then this is creative oh, okay you were reading it as yeah. like liberation yeah <laughs> great no but it was just an anxiety jail. <laughs> what was your favorite snack? Oh, I have a lot of memories of coming home from school and, um, you know, we were a Costco family mm. and just like uh, heating up a bunch of bagel bites. Yeah. Burn that roof. <laughs> Burn it. Burn it to a crisp. I mean, delicious. Ugh. I could eat a whole pack. Yeah, they're so good. And they're so easy to eat. They're so easy to eat. Som- sometimes I find myself like... Now that we're, you know, young women, yeah, I find myself occasionally with the appetite of a teen. Yo, yeah. And now it's like, what happened to that freedom of just saying, oh, you know. know what, fuck it. I'm going to put the whole, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Yeah. I remember there would be like, you know, a afternoon break in school and kids would just straight up be like, I'm going to eat two ice cream sandwiches. Oh, like, yeah. No big deal. Um, Sarah Lee Pound Cake. Do you remember that? <gasps> yes. I so used to good. go fucking nuts on one of those. I feel like I thought Pound Cake was just like a balanced breakfast. Me too. It was <laughs> It was a, It was. was like a I coffee like, yeah, cake. like a slice. Yeah. yeah. A pound. A pound. Why a not? Cake. It never occurred to me that it was pound cake because they use a pound of butter i like learned that very late i feel like yesterday it was i'm like huh i was like i I was like oh it's just like a dense cake yeah that's what i thought too (laughs) i was like it's just thick (laughs) and what makes it thick (laughs) all the butter love love yeah love (laughs) healthy calories but but i mean i grew up in that era where it was like sugar was still not like you know 
satanic. This is one of our favorite topics to talk about. The change, the cultural change that happened. Because once everyone found out, that was the invasion of the Snackwell cookie. It was. Oh, God, the Snackwell cookie. And, like, everything with aspartame. That, like, sweetness. Oh, so gross. I Uh, remember reading an article when I was a kid that was like, are eggs bad? And then there was, like, a couple years where people were like, we don't know about eggs. I remember, like, my dad being, like, so obsessed with cholesterol. Yes. Where he was, like, egg whites only. Right. And we used to get those, like, cartons of egg whites. Like, just absolutely sickening. Oh, God. Sickening, sickening. It just looks like snot. It's disgusting. Do you have, when you think about your childhood bedroom, Mm -hmm. Do you have, like, one item or one possession that was so prized to you at that time? So I can't – I think this was still in high school, but I made this part of my bedroom that I called um, (laughs) – this is so weird. I called it my cozy corner, and I I put, like, pillows and, like, some blankets from when I was a baby. And then I was like, when I go in this corner, I can just chill out and forget about the rest of the world. I can just, like, read a book. And I remember I never used it. I just, like, had it there (laughs) as, like, some sort of mental coping mechanism. And then I remember one time my mom was, like, cleaning or something. And then she was like, do you ever clean this? This is so gross. And then she, like, dismantled it completely. And then I think it never came back. Oh, my God. That was the end of the cozy corner. (laughs) And you never even got to use the cozy corner. We all did that shit. (laughs) We all had, like, teen, like. I know. Like, mm. ideas. I, th- I think so much of it was influenced f- from movies. Yeah. Because, like, every teenage girl in every movie in the 90s had, like, a window seat. Yes. Yes. And, like, a little place to sit and be like, yeah. You know? I didn't have that, so I think that was my attempt at making my own. And we all have to make our own cozy corner sometimes. <laughs> and last but not least, did you have a senior superlative? I did not. Did they do them at your high school? They did, but they didn't give everyone one. Like it was like, you know, it was like a, you know, sometimes magazines will have like special pullout edition or something. So they would have like the school paper and then at the end of the year they would do the senior pullout section and then it would be uh, a, a handful of people would have gotten superlatives. Yeah. And I scanned, but... Was not located. Well, I think, Tevi, I think I know what I want to give a Parna, but I always like hearing what you would want to give a Parna. You go first. Well, I know mine. Do you not know yours? Okay, fine. I'm going to say most likely to be a spy. Ooh, I love it. That's what I'm going to say. And obviously they couldn't publish that because it would, yeah. Because then it would, the whole thing it would, would be compromised me, yeah. But now I can say it because but now, now we're kind of playing it. with people's minds. Yes. Like, yes. now that I'm saying most likely to be a spy, people are like, oh, well, she's definitely not a spy. Right, right. But, but we'll never know. We'll never know. That's the thing about spies. Yeah. yeah. You'll never know. You'll never tell. Tevi? I was going to say most mysterious. Well, okay. Oh, similar. Very similar. Same, same genre for sure. Well, there you go. Thank you. There you have it. I I love those, actually. Well, how about that? (laughs) Should I just start telling people that that was my superlative? You should. Okay. Because as we actually learned from this episode, lying about data (laughs) actually makes it true. It's true. So if you say my senior superlative was most likely to be a spy, no one's going to say it wasn't. No. I bet you could even tell people you went to high school with that that was your superlative, and they'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then and then if they're like, I actually couldn't find proof of that, I'll be like, yeah, it was redacted, obviously. Yeah, because <laughs> the State Department. Yeah, <laughs> they really didn't want that out there. <laughs> um, can you now please tell us about your book? Oh, sure. Um, so my book is a book of personal essays called Unreliable Narrator, and it's um, about imposter syndrome and self-doubt and how it's sort of like colored a lot of different areas of my life i love that and there's quite a bit of high school in there well i'm gonna read it thanks greta thanks what do you think about that having me i'm gonna read it in my cozy corner <laughs> please do i'm going to 
I'm going to build myself a cozy corner. I mean, I I really, even if you don't use it, it really is like mentally it makes you feel like safe. I think so too. Yeah. And honestly, being a woman is all about safety. (laughs) It really is. And I know that because I'm a spy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that too because I'm a spy too. Because you're a spy too. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, well, this has been such a fabulous episode of my absolutely amazing podcast. Aparna, where can people follow you? I am on Instagram and Twitter, though who knows how long that'll last. Why am I still there? (laughs) You know, it's fine. Everyone's there and then they're not. (laughs) And then they're not. Um, all right. Well, you know, I once again am just bringing the world the most (laughs) hard-hitting... Hard-hitting news stories, such as talking about Y2K, because no one knows what happened. No one really knows what happened. No one is ready to talk about it. No one is ready to talk about it. And that's why I bring you Senior Superlatives every single week. So please subscribe to us. Please give me five stars. Positive reviews only. I don't like negativity. I don't need it in my life. The world is already mean enough. And as we talked about on this podcast earlier, why are people mean? It doesn't make any sense. Nope. Keep it to yourself. Don't need it. And, um, you know, as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>